Hi, I'm Will, and thanks for listening to this blog post, Is Meat the Next Tobacco Scale Health Scandal? A growing body of world-class research points to meat as a cause of the big killers, but how are the meat industry and meat eaters responding? Well, slowly. In the 1920s, as the first medical reports emerged linking lung cancer to smoking, newspapers refused to write about them in fear of losing a huge chunk of revenue from tobacco advertisers. In the 1950s and 60s, a series of major medical reports confirmed tobacco as the cause of multiple diseases and cancers, but by this point, big tobacco was a seemingly unstoppable industry. Well, if that sounds familiar, that's very likely where we are right now with meat. It's well proven to be harmful and nutritionally unnecessary, yet it's still such a central part of people's lives, with meat consumption celebrated and enjoyed with little thought for the consequences. As a vegetarian myself, the smoking analogy also fits from a personal point of view. So I've smoked, and it was only socially, but I totally understand the pleasure of a cigarette, especially um, stood outside a pub with a beer in hand on a summer's evening. Um, but now when I walk past smokers hunched outside offices and restaurants, it looks so strange to see otherwise functional people slowly self-destructing stood out in the cold, deeply inhaling fumes that we've been told again and again will ruin your one and only body and shorten your precious life. Likewise, I stopped eating meat whilst backpacking in Thailand. A, a very misjudged burger in the hotel restaurant um, was very closely followed by a trip to Bangkok General Hospital, and that prompted a cautious approach to eating out, if only for the rest of my trip. But surprisingly quickly, within weeks, I'd look over at people eating meat in restaurants and cafes and what have you, and <clears throat> I wouldn't see them just eating food. I'd see them eating animal carcass, boiled flesh, and just bits of recently alive beings, um, all drizzled with sauces and being tugged at with teeth. And I guess I just never got round to eating meat again. In those early days, I would answer the, why are you vegetarian question with, I just don't fancy it these days. The ethical, environmental and health dimensions have taken years to develop for me. But having now lived half my life without me, it seems like madness to consume animals. Suicidal on a personal as well as an environmental and global scale. A bit like the smokers on their breaks. The Eat Lancet Report and Veganism Last month, a global group of 37 eminent scientists who specialise in food, farming and environment announced a diet that could prevent 11 million deaths and crucially allow us to feed the 10 billion people who will live on this increasingly crowded planet by the year 2050. The diet's heavily plant-based. Now, it's not quite vegan, but it asks us to adopt more of those foods that we associate with that diet. So plant-based proteins such as beans instead of animal ones like milk and meat. Broadly, the diet suggests a daily allowance of 50 grams of nuts, 75 grams of beans and chickpeas, lentils or legumes, 28 grams of fish, 13 grams of eggs, 14 grams of red meat, 29 grams of chicken, 230 grams of whole grains, 50 grams of starchy vegetables, 250 grams of dairy, 300 grams of vegetables, 200 grams of fruit. The diet has room for 31 grams of sugar and about 50 grams worth of oils like olive oil. I, I read those uh, recommendations as partly being um, recommended allowances, so um, recommended maximums, 
and some are recommended minimums, and it's not quite clear which. You know, I would say, obviously, uh, with my agenda, I would say that those uh, meat allowances of 14 grams a day of red meat, I mean, I'm pretty sure zero grams a day of red meat is, is healthier, um, and all the science points to that. But these are kind of uh, maximum guidelines. Now, this report comes at a time when veganism is really booming. Um, Veganuary, which is a British charity, challenged people in January to go vegan for the month and enjoyed its biggest year ever. This January, January 2019, a quarter of a million people made a vegan pledge. And that's as many as the previous four years uh, of the Veganuary campaign combined. So far from being a dietary fad like Atkins and Paleo, Veganism actually has much deeper political and ethical roots in the environmental and animal welfare movements, as well as the growing sense among a lot of us that the scientists might just be right. Humans work best on a plant-based diet. A glimpse into the weight of this scientific backing from the world's most credible sources can be gained from the bestseller How Not to Die. In the book, Dr. Michael Greger goes through the key killer cancers and diseases one by one and demonstrates how going plant-based is proven by large credible studies to prevent and even reverse them. Some read the book as a reminder of what they should eat. To me, the book is a damning indictment of the meat and pharmaceutical industries who profit hugely from making and keeping us unwell. With yet more campaigns making an impact, um, see the recent Million Dollar Vegan campaign, which offered Pope Francis a million dollars to go plant-based for Lent. And that was actually backed by, um, it was created by the same people that created Veganuary. Um, and, the, and there's more and more of these campaigns um, coming about, and it, it really feels like we're right on the tipping point. As meat consumption goes down and farmers are further squeezed, it will be very interesting to see what the next few years hold. And a little further watching... Uh, for you is uh, Simon Amstel's comedy film for the BBC Carnage, and it's a real, it takes a very it's a very interesting idea. It takes a really interesting approach. It's an hour long film, and it imagines the year twenty sixty seven, where everyone is vegan in the UK, pretty much. Uh, but the shadow of the um, animal-eating past looms. And it's really, it's actually, it's a comedy. It's a dark comedy and it's really funny. And it shows how we might deal with that, looking back on how, having done something that's now seen as really kind of awful and brutal. And yet there's still kind of a, a splinter group that, that's sort of, you know, uh, fighting for the right to eat meat and all this kind of stuff. It's really fascinating. And I actually think it could well be a very accurate prediction of how this will all pan out. And I'm often reminded of key scenes from it when I kind of look at how this tipping point is um, moving in the direction of people going vegan. So thanks very much for listening. I'll leave you with that. There's some links to the stuff I've talked about in the actual article on willfrancis.com. So go there and you can um, check those links out. And um, thank you very much. I will hopefully see you again soon. Goodbye.